Greetings, everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. Now, as you know, we are about to dive into Planet Remix. And as we get ready to get into the cipher, I do want to let you know that it is Planet Remix. And a lot of times we cover adult content. So at this time, if you have anyone who's a minor, I would suggest that you put your headset on or get yourself in a place where you can enjoy your time on Planet Remix. But until then, put the baby's out. Do what you need to do so we can be responsible while knowing magic. This show, this information... We dive into a lot of things that are adult content. And so, therefore, if you are a minor, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. And I definitely want you to get your parent or your guardian's consent diving into the remix. Well, enjoy. Enjoy the share. Yeah, and keep knowing your magic. We just got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth. Thank you. 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Peace in so family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in to Planet Remix Radio. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Soulful Oracle. Peace and greetings, everybody. Welcome on in. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Welcome on in, Soul Family. We're going to get ready to get started here in just a moment. I'm going to warm the mic up. I do want to do a sound check. Been doing a lot of talks out in these cosmic streets, and I just want to make sure that you all can hear me nice and clear. And uh, so I will wait on the blue room to let me know if I can be heard on the planes, as well as also the phone lines, if you can hear me. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that as as well. So we got a lot of things that we have to talk about, and uh, of course we're gonna we're gonna definitely talk about um, we're definitely gonna speak about Brother Panic and send him so much love, and we're gonna talk about that as well. But I want to welcome everyone on in. Let's get those likes up, so our soul family can find us. I know I put ten thirty. Um, on social media that we were going to start in Eastern time, but um, actually that was just just me making sure that I was front and center <laughs> and here on time. So please forgive me for that. So let's get those likes up and also send those invites out so that our soul family can find us here tonight. So peace and greetings to everyone. Oh, my goodness. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. I have a lot of things to share with you as well. Uh, The first thing I want to do is I want to give a big, big shout out and so much love. And I want to send it to everyone on the planet at this time. And definitely lots of love and light to our entire soul family. As well as... Ashe to the ancestors, and one of our biggest Ashe's that we're going to be sending out is to Brother Panic and his family, and sending him so much love as he continues on his journey. I want to welcome all of our new listeners who are listening in for the very first time. So glad to have you here. So glad to have you here and joining us. Um, joining us. It is November the 3rd, 2023, and I really felt it in my spirit. I needed to say that. Like, literally, that energy hit me, and I needed to say that. You know, I needed to absolutely document this date and document this time. Document this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome on into Planet Remix. I want to give a big shout out to the moderators in the building. Shouts out to Mr. Dante, who's moderating the room tonight. A big shout out to Lola Falana, who's moderating here tonight. As well as our brother Lance, who's also a moderator as well. Now, we're going to do our 
normal introductions and then we're going to we're going to go in cuz I I I want to send out lots of love. It's it's been a incredible very heart-wrenching, a very loving transformative week um to say the least. I definitely want to ring the bell. I want to ring the bell for self-invested and the whole self-invested family. You know, this week in self-invested, which classes are held on Wednesday night. So just as we crossed over into the throes of November the 1st, we were doing self-invested and that portal was open. And in our self-invested class, and anyone who was in self-invested will be able to tell you, we were diving deep because we're going into this course of understanding the, the mastery of our energy centers, of our chakras, of our, our reeds. And due to a lot of synchronicity of things that happen, we actually had to end up pushing the heart chakra back another week. And I felt so good about it um, at the time. You know, of course, I was excited to share the information. Everyone was excited to be learning and to be diving in. But I pushed that heart chakra back to the week of November the 1st, number the 1st. And we were covering the heart chakra. And the class was so emotional. Like everything about it was so emotional and powerful at that particular moment. Many of you who know me and have been listening to me for years and years and years, you know, my very first love coming into spirituality was to understand this thing about emotions and love and feelings and all of this amazing energy. And so it was powerful to be working on the heart chakra and really getting a deep dive into this understanding of the heart of unconditional love and all of these things. Now, I want to now take this time to say thank you because I know so many of you have reached out to me. That's that's literally how I found out about the social media um, presence of it. But I'm going to tell you this, that literally I had a dream, which really wasn't a dream, a vision that shook me to the core. And this is going back into the month of August. I will share that a little later, but in August, it literally woke me up and shook me to the core. And now I know the essence of that. And so my love, as always, and my heart goes out to Brother Panic and to his family as he continues on his journey. A powerful, powerful master teacher. I think that It will be years and years and years before we are literally to the point where we really could dive into the essence of his work and what it meant and how we could actually apply it in our lives and utilize it. 
a soul that was a powerful soul to be reckoned with planet who opened up the gateways of hell and allowed us all to be unafraid, to walk boldly, to walk honestly, and to walk in our power through it and go through the transformation, go through our own personal transformation and be able to come out on the other side whole and complete. This is not something I tell you from secondhand conversation. I know this. Because on my path and in my journey, and I'll just share a little bit of this so that you all can really get an understanding of my connection with Brother Panic. But first, I have to take you a couple of steps back. Because the person who introduced me to Brother Panic was Brother Bobby. Brother Bobby Hemet Ashe a master teacher of all masters who I consider to be my ascended master teacher. And that's how I met Brother Panic, was through Brother Bobby Hammett. But to even take you one step further back, I had been doing the show already. I had been a couple of years of doing the remix. I was already doing the remix. I was on my spiritual journey. My journey started out was for me to begin to start to understand who I am, like many of you who've been called to this path, whether your path crossed with Brother Bobby Hemet or your path crossed with Brother Panic or your path crossed with me, you were in search of you. That's, that's in essence of who we're all in search with. This foolishness about people being in search of money and people being in search of a come up, I never subscribed to that because what I found along my path were people who were hungry for understanding the deeper sides of who they were and to find a way to call their power back, not only for themselves, but for their families, their loved ones, their community, and ultimately for those who are around us. Now, it didn't always come off as looking like that, but I will tell you the individuals I have connected myself with and have been with, this is what was at the essence and the core of their heart. And I found that to be true with our dear master teacher, Brother Bobby Hemet, and also Brother Panic and Brother Panic. So how I ended up meeting Brother Bobby Hemet was, and you can find this in the archives, for our new generation of listeners, you can't find it on YouTube because I wasn't on YouTube. Years ago, before copyright infringement and things got so strict on YouTube, there were several people, and still to this day, you will hear clips of me playing in the background from Planet Remix, um, and many people posted clips from the show and even the whole show all on uh, social media, all over YouTube. 
In fact, when I first came into contact with Brother Bobby Hemet, I wasn't really on social media that way. And I'm going to take you back and, and, and just kind of take you through this journey because it's going to give you a full circle understanding and just my connection from Brother Panic as I share my story, as many of us have our stories and our connection with Brother Panic. So I had already been doing the show for a couple of years. And then I began to dive deep into the studies that I felt were connected with me. Many of you know a little bit about my background. I grew up most, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, but I spent most of my growing childhood, teenage years out of America, living far away from family, far away from people who look like me, who talk like me, and was like me. So I didn't really have a lot of when it came to our cultural understanding. And there was a part of me that deeply needed to understand this part of who I am. Now, I was doing the show for a couple of years, and I started studying with several groups online. I studied with Siba Huru, um, who was a comedic teacher. And it was through him that I found a lot of the master teachers who studied the comedic sciences and the science out of ancient Kemet. And then I met a brother Ogun, who studied a lot of the teachings, but there was something very different about brother Ogun because he studied all of the sciences as well, another master teacher. And one day he had a conversation with me and he said, I want you to meet Brother Bobby Hemet. I had never heard of Brother Bobby Hemet, but I, I said, okay, well, what kind of stuff does he talk about? You know, and once I got a chance to connect with Brother Bobby Hemet, at first I thought this man is crazy. Like he's literally crazy. And he's out of his fucking mind. But I loved it. I craved it. I was afraid of it, but I craved it. And me and brother Bobby Hemet became very much connected and talked often. And he would come on the show and we would do several shows. And he said, he said, Blue, I'm going to introduce you to brother Panic. And I thought about that name instantly, Panic. Who names themselves Panic? Why would you want to be called Panic? (laughs) You know, that in itself was some very strong energy. And he said, because Brother Panic is the one who puts up everything for me. Now, I'm going to take you back. At this particular time, I wasn't on Facebook. Facebook had just become a thing. I was still rocking on MySpace. And at that particular time, I was close to right around about close to about half a million listeners from all over the world. But this for me, just being basically on iTunes and basically on blog talk, because I had been doing shows there. So I remember the night Brother Brother Bobby was about to come on, excuse me. And Brother Panic, we all got on the phone. 
And Bobby said, Blue, this is panic. Panic, this is blue. And I want you two to work together. And I said, okay, not a problem. Panic came on, and of course, panic is panic. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, okay, this is what you need to do. I'm going to get the fly. I'm going to get everything ready. I'm going to send it over to you, and you can put it up on Facebook. I was like, Facebook? I don't do Facebook. And he said, I don't do Facebook? He said, Blue, you got to get on Facebook. This is where all the conscious niggas is. I said, what's a conscious nigga? <laughs> Honestly, because I didn't know. What's a conscious nigga? What's that? He said, I'm telling you, you got to get on Facebook. I said, but I don't really do Facebook. He said, you need to get on Facebook. I'm going to send you a link, put it up, and get on Facebook. I said, but can't you just send it to me and I can put it on MySpace? He says, no, put it up on Facebook. So here we are, and you all know how I am. It's hours before the show's about to start. I'm used to doing Facebook. I'm used to doing MySpace. I'm not used to doing Facebook. So I go, I set up this account. He sends me the flyer, and I put it up that Brother Bobby Hammett is going to come on. Now, mind you, I didn't know how big Brother Bobby Hammett was in the quote-unquote conscious community. The shows that I was doing were quote-unquote conscious, but it really wasn't conscious. It wasn't occult conscious. It was a light awakening conscious. You you understand? So now I started my journey, what, 2003, 2004? So we, 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 we deep in the trenches, okay? I'm interviewing people who have, quote, unquote, figured out some things in their lives things in their lives that went beyond, of course, the surface of making money and went beyond what we would call successful. But I'm talking about things in their lives that changed their lives in an instant. And I really thought I was diving deep. And I really was. No shade to anyone I interview because I love them all and many of them still listen. But I'm, I'm telling you, it was nothing like this doorway that was open when I tapped into Brother Bobby and Brother Panic. Never. So I ended up, I kept thinking, who are all these people signing up to my page? And they all were coming because of Brother Bobby Hemet. So I remember when Bobby was about to go on, Brother Panic calls me and he says, listen, listen. Don't get on there. You're going to be fine. I said, don't get on there doing what? He said, never mind. Just do what you do. <laughs> and Bobby is going to be on the phone line. I said, but who are all these people? And he was like, so you don't know? You, you don't really know about Brother Bobby. I said, well, you know, I got introduced to him. I heard a couple of his tapes. Not sure where that's going to go, but... 
Yeah, I'm excited to have him on. So anyway, Brother Bobby comes on that night. Of course, we do a show, and Brother Bobby Hemet is doing Bobby. Bobby is doing Bobby. And, of course, Panic is there. And Panic is, you know, like kind of guiding things through, in a sense. Because at that time, he was working as Brother Bobby Hemet's assistant, working with him, you know. And um, so me and Bobby built a very strong connection, very strong connection, and a connection with Panic, very strong connection. And so I remember talking to Brother Panic because at that time, Panic was doing lectures, but not really. He stopped kind of doing lecture scene. And for anyone who has their version story, you know, all respects to you. I'm sharing my truth and my story um, with Brother Panic and Brother Bobby. So he kind of was in the background a little bit, doing a lot of research, doing a lot of stuff for Bobby and working closely with Bobby. And Bobby would mention Brother Panic's names in his lectures. And I know this because Brother Bobby Hemet and Queen Linda sent me every video, every DVD, every tape that Brother Bobby Hemet has ever done. I have it because he sent it to me. <laughs> he sent it to me um, with everything. Well, thank you for that, King Solomon. So I said I was on the phone because I had so many questions, so many questions about these things they were talking about and these levels they were talking about of understanding. And so I would talk to Panic and we would talk for hours and I'd say, so let me ask you about this. And he was really good. Let me tell you what Brother Panic was amazing for. I love that so many of you that he really <laughs> helped you on your journey. He would tell me, Blue, go get this book. This, this is what you need to read right here. Study this. Study the Gnostics. Study this. Study that. Study this. Get this book. Study that. And when you get that book and you read that book, then me and you will talk. Then call me up. Hit me up when you're ready to talk. And we will talk and we will go through this. Yeah, get that. Then I would be so excited and so overwhelmed. So I'm going to get, I'm ordering all these books and I'm doing all this research. And he hit me back. Oh, I forgot. Get these two. Yeah, you need them two right there, right there. You need to, you need to get them. I call him back. I'm like, four of the books you gave me are not online. Yeah, they, they, they out of print. So find them. Find them. You found Bobby. You found me find them. So I became a great researcher <laughs> and I found the resources and I was able to get those books and I was able to dive in and I was able to explore those questions. I remember we were talking one night, me, him, me, Bobby, and Panic. I said, Brother Panic, because I started calling him Brother Panic, because everybody else used to call him Panic. I felt a level of respect and reverence for him. 
So when people came on my show, they got the name brother, brother Bobby Hemet, because I didn't feel right calling him Bobby. I'm thinking, how can I just, people just say Bobby. I started calling him brother, and I put the BR on there, the brother panic, brother Bobby. You can check the archives. I'm <laughs> telling you all, this is fact. And it was so funny when we started to get a lot of international callers to come on. Because finally, I asked Brother Panic, I said, why won't you come on? He was like, nah, you know, that ain't my thing. Da, da, da. You know, he had all these excuses. And I kept telling him, no. You need to come on. I want you to come on the remix because we had such amazing conversations that I wanted everybody to hear it because it, it, it was unlocking so much from me, from him and Brother Bobby. And he finally said yes. He said, okay, one show, Blue, one show. I said, okay, one show. <laughs> and it was so funny because we could not figure out when he came on and people from the UK would come on because I would abbreviate his name as B-R-O dot. And they would call him Bro Panic. Bro Panic. <laughs> For Brother Panic. And they would call him Bro Panic. Because it was abbreviated B-R-O. So now I have Brother Bobby Hemmick coming on. And then I have Brother Panic coming on. And I thought, wow. I really didn't know the um, expansion of Brother Bobby Hemet's impact on the world. I never knew. Brother Bobby Hemet, you know, would always give books, books and books and books and books. You know, he would give me these books and tell me to read, and we would stay on the phone for hours. I jokingly, and even if you go in the archives, you will hear Linda jokingly and Bob jokingly Hey, who are you on the phone talking to? It's three in the morning. Oh, that's you in blue. Good night. And she would go to bed. Me and Brother Bobby Hemet would be on the phone. And a lot of times with Brother Panic and we would talk and I would listen. I would take it all in because I was learning. And though I had my own unique path. And one thing I will say for these two brothers they didn't always like my approach because my approach came with so much love. And their approach was an unspoken kind of love, but in a different kind of way. And they had a different way of doing things. And they felt like I was going to get eaten up and killed with my love, with the love. And I'm honored and I'm very happy to say that I'm glad that 
I didn't change that. I didn't change that about me because as I learned so much from them and still learning, I know that they learned so much from me when it came to the love side of the work and being in the love side of the work and having that love infused in there. Brother Panic would often say to me, oh, here you go with that corny shit again. And then eventually, as the years went on, stop saying it was corny shit. He started to understand a different perspective, a feminine perspective that it was coming from. That it was coming from. And so it was a blessing to be able to work side by side with Brother Pink. I remember when he was in New York, and I remember when he was about to make that move, and it was years and years, and he had been talking about it for a couple of years earlier. And then he was able, I remember when he met his soulmate, and I don't use that word often, and how he was so happy. And he told me, get it now, Blue. I get what you mean by this love. And I remember when he met Khadijah and he was getting ready to leave New York and move to Atlanta. And it was such a beautiful time for him because he was generally very happy. And I know that a lot of the work that we did together, some of you found Planet Remix in many ways by hearing Brother Panic on the show um, and hearing Brother Bobby on the show or the replays that Brother Panic had that he would replay of the time he was on the show. So it was it was it was a powerful time. It was a powerful time. We didn't always agree with each other. It generally was a love and a respect that was there. I had the opportunity to see Brother Panic grow in so many ways. And he had the opportunity to see me grow and work in so many ways. And it was beautiful. That time came when I was working with Brother Panic. I had the opportunity because he introduced me to some amazing, powerful people. I was able to meet Brother Shabazz. I was able to meet the goddess Rainwater, able to meet Ebony, who's a goddess as well. And those sisters, our connection, still to this day, powerful, powerful. And we did amazing work together with many of you, many of you here. I remember the show when everything was going on in Haiti. And 
earlier that week, myself, Brother Panic, Bobby Hemet, we all three of us was on the phone. And we were talking about some of the things that we were picking up during that time. And I remember discussing a dream with Brother Panic and Brother Bobby. And they were like, hold up. What the hell did you just say? Because I'm telling them stuff. I said, look, I had this vision. This happened. That happened. This happened. And they said, whoa. Uh Uh-uh. We can't let that go down. And so they told this is what we need you to do. You got to go in the spirit world. And this is what you're going to do. And they said, and we're going to go with you. And that night, all three of us went in the spirit world and we met. And we met in Haiti. And when we came back, we all discussed on the show what we seen and what happened. And we were able to finish each other's stories. Let me stop right there. Let me tell you why that's so powerful. Let me tell you why that's so powerful. That is so powerful because a lot of times we think that we're not connected to each other, but we're more connected than we could ever imagine. We did a show, and I'm just going to say this. It's in the archives. We did a show so, did I play the PSA? I play the PSA. Okay, so we're going to take the babies. We're going to close the baby's ears. We're going to let the dogs and cats out. We're going to talk grown business. We did a show so fun powerful that that Monday morning, I received several calls from the United Nations and one of their consulates that wanted to talk to me about the show we did because the show had to do with when Wycliffe was going to go over there to try to run for political office in Haiti. Now, I'll give you a whole lesson right now, but I'm telling you, if you go in the archive and you go listen, you will see. Go listen and you will see. A lot of the teachings of what panic showed me and helped me to navigate because I was navigating it without consciousness. I'm saying it was happening, happening osmosisly. I wasn't 100% sure why it was happening or if what I could do there. And he really gave me the guidance and the tools, him and Bobby, how to navigate the astral plane, to navigate it, and to stay conscious, sane, and in my mind while here. Because it's a lot when you are floating your ass out into the ethers, you're in the Akashic records, in the premier files, and you're doing all of these things, and you think you're going to come back down here and say, what do y'all want for dinner tonight? You think it's that easy? 
or to get up and go to work the next day and have to say, oh, yes, I understand what you're talking about. I'll have those reports out to you in the morning. (laughs) That's taking woo-woo to a whole nother level, a whole nother level. And I truly felt like I could do it because I had these two juggernauts that was doing it, that was doing it. And they told me, boo, you're doing it already. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to harness. I didn't realize when I was doing readings that I was in the Akasic Records, and it was Brother Panic that told me, wait a minute, what did you say happened? I said, yeah, I was doing this sister's reading. Da-da-da-da-da. He said, oh, shit. You know what I need you to do? I said, what? He said, I need you to do one of them readings for me. And I did. I did that reading for Brother Panic. And in that reading, I have never shared this before. I told him he would be leaving New York. And I told him he would meet the love of his life. I said, no, no, no. You ain't met her yet. But it's coming. So many of those things. I told him. And I shared some things with him that he never shared with me about past lives, about the Akashic Records, without even knowing what the Akashic Records was. And when it came places deep within my heart, because one of the things that I had a strong fear of that gripped my soul was one of my colleagues, one of my coworkers that I was working with, and I've told this story, I had just moved to Texas, and we had a company party not long after for someone who was leaving. They were getting a promotion and moving to another state. And when I went to the club, I ran into an old co-worker that was there, but he was dressed so different, very sharp, very well put together brother. And when I seen him, he had on some busted-ass tennis shoes, a dirty-ass white tee, and shorts. And he said to me, he said, hey. I said, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And he said to me, oh, my God, what you doing in here? And we laughed. But needless did I know, I ignored my intuition And that was the very last night to talk to him because I found out less than 24 hours later going to get my hair done that he had committed suicide. And not only did he commit suicide, he tried to shoot and kill his wife in front of their two-year-old child. And then he killed himself. And I blamed myself that I could have did something different if I would have took the time to talk to him that night. But he was like, no, go have fun with your friends. 
Go ahead. Have fun with your friends. Dance with your friends. And um, we talk tomorrow. We exchanged numbers. I made him promise he would call me in the morning. I kept asking him, are you all right? You sure you good? You don't look like you good. Oh, no, I'm good. My boys, I'm just chilling. I'm getting my hair done, and one of our close friends called me, and she tells me, Warren is dead. But that was deep inside of me, and I never forgave myself for that, for not taking the time, for not going back, for not helping. In fact, he was the first spirit that came to me in my adult life. I had had these experiences in my child life, but... It hits a little different when you're old enough to kind of know and you spend time and energy with people. And Brother Panic was the one to really help me go deep in the spirit world to really make that connection and be able to open up that medium portal that I had shut down so many years earlier without fear and not the fear of him, but fear of my own actions to be able to let that go and to see that as a position of love and power. Because when it came to those dark, scary places, I've met no one other than Brother Bobby Hemet and Brother Panic that can take you into those dark, scary places within our soul, within our lives and show you how to go in and come out whole. Come out whole. And so I knew the last day that we worked together that we did that there was so much. You know, sometimes people come in our lives and we come together to do work. And then life takes us on another path and another journey. And as we're open to following our souls and following, you know, that path that's calling us, and we so boldly and we so authentically walk down that path, You can't help but be excited for the person in the journey that they're about to embark on. So even after he had moved to Atlanta and was working his way to really start to get his footings there and to feel comfortable, you know, there and doing the show, we both knew that the time was coming that we both needed to venture out and continue to spread this message, this light, and to touch more souls on the planet. And we continued. We continued. He continued on his path. Now, I haven't talked to him in the last couple of years, but when you have a connection, like with people, with your soul family, with people you're connected to, that connection 
never dies. It never gets frayed. And no words spoken ill or misguided words is going to make you turn against what you know to be true. And it was time for all of us to follow our dharma, our destiny, to follow that. And we had to boldly walk down those roads. And sometimes those roads, when you get to those crossroads, it's not always pretty. But I could truly say that I am honored that Brother Panic touched my life. And I was able to work side by side authentically, being who I am and him being who he is. And we brought something to the planet that I don't think in this time anyone had ever seen. But it's this way when we're working in connection with each other. I used to have a saying I used to put up all the time. It's by Carl Young. And they talk about when two elements come together, when they merge together, it it transforms itself. It will never be the same again. And as each one of you and Brother Panic has touched your life, whether it was listening to him on the show or seeing him in person or reading his books or, you, you know, just seeing some of the clips online or reading some of the things he's tweeted out or said over the years, your life has changed. You're forever changed. He's a part of you now. And I know his presence is here. In fact, he came to me last night and shared some words, some beautiful words. And I know that he will be with each of you. And all you have to do is call him. Speaking of the herb pack, I remember when he called me and told me he came up with the panic pack. (laughs) And he said, listen. He said, oh, I got the shit now. I got the panic back. And I remember when I was so excited and I wanted to try it. And he told me, you don't need the panic pack. (laughs) And he wouldn't let me. You know, I think to some degree, as a sister working with them, they really kind of see me as their sister. And in a lot of ways, they protected me from a lot of different stuff. Uh, And I'm so grateful to Brother Bobby and to Brother Panic for so many things. But he was so excited when he came up with the Panic Pack. And so many people were able to be able to take part in that. That was something he touched with his hands and he put together based on a lot of things in his life and things that he worked with. And it was amazing, amazing time, and it will continue. As he continues his journey, as he continues his journey, he's helped a lot of people come out of a lot of dark places. 
I remember one night we were doing a show and we got um, a message from a police, uh, um, a police, what do you call it? A precinct. And one of the, he was a police captain at a precinct. And he told us, he said, you all are keeping crime down because the crime rate goes down (laughs) when y'all are on on Friday night. Because everybody was tuned in and we had so many magical moments that I cannot even tell you, I can't even make this shit up, that happened that it was filled with laughter. It was filled with information and knowledge. It was filled with love. I remember one night we had three celebrity children call in. I don't know if it was Al Green's. Some of you may remember Al Green's nephew, somebody else, niece, and somebody else. They All three of them called in on the same night. There is stories upon stories upon stories. And what I am so thankful for is that I had this platform. I had Planet Remix, and they're archived. See, Nobody can tell me shit when it comes to what happens on Planet Remix. Because these are the Akasic records for those who are elevating their soul on planet Earth. And it's archived. It's archived. Whether you choose to look in them, ignore them or not, archived. It's here. It's said. It's here. Unfiltered. It's here. And when Brother Bobby Hemet would come on the platform and when Brother Panic would come, it was incredible. Yes, Teddy Pendergrass, relative, called in. Thank you for that, King. Again, King Solomon. Yes. You couldn't tell me nothing. The Bali Kali TT story. Sister Munya. And that was a name that Her grandkids, her son and her grandson, when they were babies, they used to go around and say Bali Kali Titi. And Panic was the one who decoded what that was. It was the thuggies and how it was connected to Kali. And then later with the Bali Kali Titi, Michael Jackson's spiritual advisors, the Reverend June Gatlin came on and solidified that. Like there was so many people who crossed this threshold during this incredible time, during this legendary time, during that work, which I personally feel was made for now. And we still are years and years ahead of what the world will begin to understand about these things that we call spirituality, that we call life, that we call knowing ourselves and all of those things. And let us not forget, we were digging deep. I was deep into the Akashic Records. I was deep into, I had this huge portal open in my bedroom, my bathroom in my bedroom. And so many souls were coming through. And Panic Had did a big channel on ODB. And the next morning, I had all of these flowers that showed up in my backyard. And those flowers, listen, he was like, Blue, you got to send me those flowers. I just, 
cut them all, I mean my whole entire backyard, and I sent them to Brother Panic. And he made a powerful oil out of it because it was the spirit of old dirty bastard coming through. You can't make this shit up. So many magical things. Story after story after story. And I would come on with the whole love thing and he would tell me, stop with that corny shit. (laughs) And suddenly he started to get it and he started to open up more and he started to really embrace it. And I know, I know that he is looking down at this moment at all of us all of us at this time and really sending all of us love. That's right. Brother Panic would say, fuck your humanity. You know? But a lot of that was just the outer workings. And we would talk for hours and 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 hours about life, about our childhood, about our mothers, about our fathers, about growing up, about the work, and all of those things. And like I said, I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful that He didn't agree with my way of teaching and doing things. Not all of them. Some of them, yeah, but not all of them. But he always encouraged me to be me. Always. And I always encouraged him to know what he deserved, deserved that love, that family that he wanted. And I can't tell you, I was overjoyed when he met Khadijah and finally found that love that he was looking for on the inside, that love that he wanted to experience. Because I had already seen it years ahead, and I already told him that it would be there. It was coming. And so we learned a lot from each other on our journeys. And, you know, I'm thankful and grateful for the time that he was able to come on Planet Remix, you know. It, 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 I'll tell you how your world can be so close, but yet so far. A lot of people would say to me, I heard you on Brother Panic's show. And I would laugh and say, that's beautiful. Because they really was hearing him on Planet Remix. Because you got to remember at the time that we started and Brother Panic and Brother Bobby, even before me, because Brother Bobby Hemet introduced me to the mother of metaphysics. And I was able to interview her, Sister Bert. She was the very first person to pick up a camera and start recording the metaphysical lectures. It was the divine feminine energy 
that did that. And I remember the day because Brother Panic had just went to go drop something off for Brother Bobby at her place. And he was calling me and put me on the phone because Bobby said, hook Sister Bert with Brother with Miss Blue. And I got a chance to talk to her, Ashe, to Sister Bert. And I also got a chance to talk to her two sons, Ashe. Well, they're still alive, her two sons. But Sister Bert, hop said shit. Powerful sister. She was the very first person to film a lecture. A lecture. Very first person. (laughs) Ebony said, don't let that nigga have a drink. (laughs) No, don't, Ed. Because, oh, my goodness. But Sister Bert, and she's been a guest on the show. And I had the pleasure of having her come on. I met so many people through Brother Bobby Hemet and Ashe to our dear brother Bobby. And Brother Bobby Hemet introduced me to Brother Panic. Yeah. Yeah. A beautiful, amazing journey. Someone told me it's over 900 people on the phone lines. Let me go look. Whoa. (laughs) It's a lot of people. I know you guys want to say some things and share your love for Brother Panic. I do know, now I don't have the facts, but I'm sure that some, some of you will. But from what I'm hearing, there is supposed to be Uh, a going home celebration for Brother Panic, I believe, as I've been told, and I don't know this firsthand, so someone who knows or maybe have information, please share that, um, that it's going to be in Atlanta. I'm not sure when, but it's going to be there. Okay, thank you. Uh, King Solomon says November the 25th. I don't have the details. If you have the details, you're more than welcome to put a link for those of you who would like to go um, and continue. Rain said, Bobby is not dead. Please stop it. You know, I don't see anyone as being dead. Not really. I think there are times, though, that we can reincarnate. And sometimes we can reincarnate and we can come back here. I've talked about that. And other times we can reincarnate and not come back here, but maybe our physical bodies are still here in some capacity, in some form. But the person you knew, you know, we we call this a walk-in when someone has a walk-in. And so there is another soul, another spirit that walks in. But that spirit, that soul that resided in that body has transitioned on. I remember the first time I went to the other side of the Milky Way. This was years and years ago. And those of you who follow me on Twitter, not that I'm over there doing anything, but I do own space on Twitter. When I was on Twitter, or X as we call it, I um, put 
I remember when I went to the other side of the Milky Way and I was so excited. And NASA and spirits was NASA and, and science was saying there's nothing on the other side of the Milky Way. This is way back. But I had been there. And me and Brother Bobby used to have a joke, and Brother Bobby said, You know, right before he made his transition, he said, You know how you say you go to the other side of the Milky Way blue? He said, Well, that shit, that whole constellation, that shit is over my house. <laughs> this is what Brother Bobby told me. He said, That shit is over my house. He said, I was in the kitchen and I looked up. And I seen the whole Milky Way galaxy over me. And he said, when I'm, when you can't find me and you looking for me, I need you to take your ass uh, 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 to the other side of the Milky Way. So I still talk to Brother Bobby all the time. I just go to the other side of the Milky Way because that was our thing of how we would find each other and how we would connect. And that was something me and Brother Panic discussed as well. So I know where to go if I need to find him, if I need to talk to him as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to send so much love to both of them. They have been a major, major part of supporting me on Planet Remix. I was doing the remix way before both of them. But I will tell you that my life was forever changed in meeting so many of the greats that I've met that have been here from Queen Afua to Dr. Naeem Akbar, to Dr. Delbert Blair, to Dr. Phil Valentine, to Queen Afua. The list goes on from Lon Malo to Cat. Oh, let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you this story about Lon Malo Duquette. And I don't know if you know who Lon Malo Duquette is, but he is the person, and I haven't researched him in recent years, but he took over the Crawley, um, the Crawley, um, Crawley's work or Crawley's, you know, sort of kind of sacred club, master occultist also. And I remember this was something that Brother Panic and Brother Bobby cooked up and they said, Blue, you can get into, get in touch with anybody. We want you to interview Lon Malo Duquette. Here I go. Okay. Had no clue that I'm about to bring. I already got two master occultists around me. I'm about to bring another one in the mix from the deep, deep mix. (laughs) And I didn't know who he was, but of course, I reached out. And he said, yes, he would come on. And he did. And I was like, so what am I going to ask him? And Bobby and Panic said, don't worry, we going to give you the questions. <laughs> and they did. 
they gave me the questions. And, of course, I had my own share questions that they thought was like, nobody don't want to know about that. All that mushy, lovey, nobody don't want to know about that. But I did, and I got to ask, and it was a beautiful show. And they were so proud of me for doing it. You got to remember, when I met both of them, I thought they were crazy. And I was right, but I was a little crazy, too. So it made for a nice little mix. (laughs) I was crazy and naive. Because when I first came over and learned what we call the conscious community, and I started learning about all of these amazing people that I had never heard of as a child, I had never heard of um, Dr. Frances Quest Welsing, and she's been on the show a couple of times, and me and her had some amazing talks. I'll say to her before she passed, she wrote the ISIS papers, and, um, you know, and she would say, uh, <laughs> oh, you thought Bobby was crazy too? Yeah, I thought Bobby was straight out of his mind. But for whatever reason, I couldn't stop watching his videos. And then I said, wait, so does that make me crazy too? <laughs> because if he crazy and I'm watching him, then I got to be crazy too. Um, but no, I love Brother Bobby so much. And I am truly honored. I remember where it caused such a big stir up when brother Bobby called me up in the middle of the night. I can't even think two, three o'clock in the morning. Blue. Uh, 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 listen, I need to tell you something. I said, okay, brother Bobby, were you asleep? It don't matter. It don't matter. Let me tell you something. I said, okay, go ahead. It don't matter if I'm asleep. You going to tell me? And when he said he was going to stop doing readings, he said, I waited for someone to come along that I could pass this on to. True story. I had never had a reading in my life. My very first reading was Brother Bobby Emmett. And when he was telling me all the stuff that he said I would be doing in the reading, I busted out laughing. I actually have a recording of it somewhere. I was laughing the whole time, thinking to myself, yeah, you're crazy because I'm not going to be doing no readings on no people. I'm not going to be working in no occult. I damn sure ain't going to be dealing with no astrology. I damn sure ain't going to be talking to the dead. I'm surely not going to be, I'm not doing any of those things. I am the radio host. That's it. I'm not going to be no Oracle. I'm not doing all of that. But he told me that way, way years ago. I laughed the whole time. I laughed. So fast forward, he says, listen, I'm going to give this reading to you. I'm going to show you how to do it. And I want you to take over doing readings. I'm no longer doing any more readings. And anyone who comes to me, I'm sending them to you. He said, because I was in the spirit world. I'm not going to tell the whole story. You guys can go listen. It was a show. I think me and Panic was doing that show that night. Bobby came on. And that's when Bobby shut down the whole internet. Because he said, he went in the spirit world. He said, I've seen you. And you're the goddess Newt. All, everything went boom, boom, boom. Everything shut down. Me and Panic was like tripping. We was cracking up laughing at the whole time. It was like, wow, that shit was crazy. 
And Brother Bobby gave me that reading. And once I added it on to the readings I was doing, because Panic was the one who first told me, he said, you're going to do, you're doing readings. And I was emailing people, telling people, hey, I, you remember Rain, huh? Yes. I was writing readings down, telling people to email me, and I would do a reading for you, and I would send it to you in email. Because I was really feeling this out. It was something that I, I had already been doing, but I didn't really call it that. But now this was a true system. Everybody else was focused on studying the uh, tarot, but I was more drawn to oracle systems, ancient oracle systems. And so I was really not using anything, no cards, no anything. I was just, you send me an email, tell me what, what the issue is, and I'll send you something back. And then panic tells me, yo, Blue, guess what? I said, what? I said, yeah, you didn't send me. I said, I've been waiting all day. Send me the title for the show tonight. You going to do readings, yo. I said, what? I said, what do you mean? Yeah, you going to do readings. I said, what do you mean? I mean, people going to call in and you going to give them readings. <laughs> I said, okay, because remember, this is this side of the world was a little new to me. I was with it. I said, okay, let's go. We did it. A week later, I start getting all these emails from people. And they would say, nobody does readings online that long for free. I said, I do. <laughs> they said, well, no one will pay you to get a reading. They pay me. I said, this is what I want to do. This is, this is my love. I'm giving back. I'm helping people. I'm love. I'm spreading my love. And I was doing it. But that's how it started. He said, do them, do them online till you feel comfortable. Do it. Just get out there. Do it. Fuck what these people say. It don't matter. I don't care that they tell you. Who are you? You don't know how to. Yes, you do. You know how to do it. And I did. And I ran with it. It's always important to have people in your life that, number one, won't bullshit you. Number two, that support you. And number three, allow you to be your authentic self. And matter of fact, encourage you to be your authentic self, even if it calls their ass out. And that's what I respected about panic. Because when I would call him out, he allowed me to do that. And we did that for each other, working with each other, you know? And so it was a beautiful exchange. And I know as much as he's impacted my life, I know I had something to do with the impact of bringing more love into his life and just him opening himself up in that way. And I'm forever grateful. I'm forever thankful. 
for everyone. So however you got here, if you've been listening, because we have listeners who've been listening to me well over 15, 16 years. However you came about the remix, however you got here, I thank you, I love you, and I wish you well as you continue on your journey. And let us all just take a moment to send love out to Brother Panic and also to his family, to his loved ones. Because one thing I will tell you with speaking with so many who have crossed over and being able to bring so many of your loved ones who have crossed over to connect with you, is that I know that this thing that we call transformation, ascension, one of the greatest awakenings that a soul can have. And it doesn't always feel so good for those of us that are still here. And so we need the strength to adjust to not being able to see them and touch them in the physical. But we know that their spirit, their soul lives on forever. Ashe. Rest in power. Rest in power, Brother Panic. Rest in power. I send you blessings and love as much as you may not want it. (laughs) As you continue on your journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some great times. If you didn't get a chance to hear those You can go. You have to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the remix. iTunes. Over the years, the platforms have upgraded themselves so much. And they've upgraded themselves so much that they don't have all of the, um, they don't have everything. I think as far as iTunes, iTunes used to have it on there. But, um, iTunes only has, I think, up until 2007. And so to be able to hear the earlier shows um, that go all the way back with Brother Panic and with Brother Bobby, because like I said, you can't mention one without the other. And I'm forever grateful, so grateful to Brother Bobby, you know, for his introduction Brother Ogum for the introduction to Brother Bobby and then Brother Bobby for the introduction to Brother Panic, you know, and the list goes on and on and on to all of these amazing brothers and sisters that I've met along the way. Blog Talk Radio doesn't have all of my shows, but I think they go up to 2003 or four, somewhere in there, but it doesn't have all of the shows. I started with Blog Talk Radio when they were in beta, when there was no such thing as a chat room. There was no such thing as on the phone lines. I think you only had three phone lines and they were still testing. They they wasn't even a real site. They were still testing it out. 
when I started with um, Blog Talk Radio, and because before I met um, Brother Bobby and Brother Panic, I had already been doing my show for a good four or five years um, before they came along. Um, so they don't have all of my shows. I have them all. And one day I say I'm going to, you know, get on my website and put all of the um put all of the um put all the shows up. Thank you for that. Elnora says, I remember the first time hearing Brother Panic on the remix. Y'all were hungry, Miss Blue Straight Fire. You ain't never lying. It was so all I could do was most of the time I was laughing. But that laughter when Brother Panic would be talking was one because we had did so much behind the scenes of putting the show together and understanding it. That was one. Two, a lot of the laughter was because he used to crack me up. And really that laughter was me being able to, the information going into my subconscious. I was really taking it all in. And really half the time my mind was, you know, just just blown by a lot of things that was happening at that particular time. I should start up a Patreon. I really should, because I even have some conversations, some talks that we did outside of Blog Talk, um, Brother Panic and myself, and, and, and things that we did on other platforms, as well as Brother Bobby. Like one night, we all took a trip. And I used to get invited to a lot of different ciphers. I don't know of those of you who used to listen in the early days, and I would call it a cipher and tell you all welcome into the cipher. The reason I would say welcome into the cipher is because literally we would take road trips. And I remember one night we had called Bobby and I had met up with these, this group and, um, I told Bobby, I said, look, they wanted me to bring Brother Bobby on. They was like, Miss Blue, you think you can bring Brother Bobby on and have him do a special talk over here? And so one night, me and Panic was on the phone. We was like, yeah, let's let's call Bobby, see if we can get Bobby to go over there. And Bobby came on the phone, and I had already clicked. <laughs> I had, I was already clicked into their room. Me and Panic was already into their room, and Bobby said, you you got me over here with these damn hotep niggas. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Brother Bobby, I said, Brother Bobby, they can hear you. He said, well, hello then. What y'all, how are y'all all right? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So we used to go traveling around. And I would take them to different ciphers of different groups because I would always meet. And it, usually it was always, a lot of times it was sisters. I would meet these sisters and sometimes brothers, and they would have these private platforms uh, that they would have these groups, these exclusive groups uh, from different schools of thought. And we would go in and I would sort of be the person they would get to come in. And, of course, me, I'd be begging, panic, please, panic, just come 30 minutes. Just say something to them. They just, they just love your work. They just love your work. And panic would be fussing the whole time. Blue, this is some bullshit right here. And he would go in there, 
and Panic would talk for a couple of minutes. And then I would say some words for a couple of minutes, do my little thing, and we would bounce. We'd go to another cipher, go over there and hang out for a while, and go somewhere else. So that's how it became the cipher. So all of these things that I say, like, it's, yeah, I've been around for a long time. <laughs> I really have. Now, mind you, I did all of this with zero. This is why nobody has an excuse here. Zero, zero pictures online. None. Zero pictures online. Nobody knew what I looked like. Well, I won't say nobody, but I'm saying as far as the social media presence, all of this, all of this, all of this, while I was still, because see, you never, one thing me and Panic would always say, you're not going to get around doing your work. I don't care who you pay. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how much, I'm getting ready to talk my Panic chick now. I don't care how much ass you got. I don't care how much you think you slinging. You're not going to get around doing your own work. Nobody can do that. Nobody can do that for you. Nobody. You can lie. People can lie. Sometimes facts can lie. But energy ain't never going to lie. Never going to lie. And you're not going to get around it. I don't care how you dress it up. care how sweet you make it sound. I don't care how hard you make it shake. I don't care how hard you make it bake. You're not going to get around doing your own work. You're not. And we knew that. We understood that. You know? So, I'm here now. I'm here now. We're all here now. And it's so much work that this brother has left. So much work he's left for us. Like I said, I think the more you grow, the deeper your level of understanding into the work will come. At first, you're going to get caught on the surface in the laughter, in the personality. I even say that about my own shit. You go back, you listen. You listen. And Panic even told me, he said, you talk like an oracle. You talk like a fucking oracle. This was years and years ago before I didn't give myself any of these names. They were given to me. But you're not going to get around your work. But that's the beauty. Because you don't want to get around your work. You don't. You want to be the one to do your work. You. <laughs> so, we're all here still growing up on planet Earth. While we're here. While we choose to be here, right? Because we know that that is a time and a day that will come for all of us. And I hope that we all can celebrate it, celebrate it in its honesty, celebrate it truly in our hearts, and really allow ourselves a moment of silence with it. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening, Quantum, Quantum Lion. I hear you. So just know whatever it is that you have to do in your life, you feel called to do in your life, do it. Don't wait. Do it. Are you going to make mistakes? Absolutely. Are you going to fuck some shit up? Absolutely. Are you going to fail at some of it? Absolutely. Are you going to be scared doing some of it? Absolutely. But it still doesn't mean not to do it. Stevie says, peace and love, Miss Blue. Been listening to you off and on since 2004. And I was introduced when I was introduced to Brother Bobby Hemet in the 90s. Beautiful. I think it's a celebration. And I'm sure we'll have more of these celebrations. And, you know, more of these good times. And we want to make sure that we're, we're honoring with respect and with love. And I hope that we all can do that. And, you know, my hope is that we can start celebrating people before they pass. Yes, there is something very unique and special about this homecoming. But we have to start showing up and supporting and loving people before they pass. Before they pass. You know? These are our loved ones. These are, yes, we want to show respect to the ancestors. In my mind, Brother Panic was a master teacher while he was here, not because he passed on. He's not a legend because he's passed on. He was a legend in his way, in his uniqueness while he was here. And I'm not giving you lip service. Go check the archives. That's why he worked with me for so long. Same thing with Brother Bobby Hemet. So I'm thankful that I recognize that greatness in him while he was here. In fact, encouraged him to come back on and to start speaking again. I don't know what happened prior while he stepped off the lecture scene, but I'm so thankful that I listened to my higher self. And asked him on that day, hey, I know you're working with Bobby and you're assisting him, but why don't you come on? Why don't you come on and share? Because even though you studied with Brother Bobby, you have something unique to bring to the table, as we all do. And I want to share you with the world because back then that was my introduction, finding these unique, amazing people and sharing them with the world. I had no idea how unique they would be. 
But I'm glad that I stayed true to me and allow that to happen. And shout out, thank you, Ed. Shout out to Brother Panic and Queenbridge and Brownsville. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the motherfucking house. Let's do it. And Queenbridge. <laughs> Shout out. So, I love that. I want us to utilize the phone lines tonight. If someone wants to come on and share some love about your connection with Brother Panic and Planet Remix, however that came about, and share some love. And right now, um, you know, ah, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that. I think we all got the point. We all got it. Remember, it's Planet Remix here. Love is the only thing real. Love is the only thing real here. I've been saying that and saying that and saying that. And listen, I'm ecstatic that the world is catching up with this love thing. Love of yourself and then love, that true love. We have to cherish our relationships, our connections with others. But they have to be authentic. It can't be this bullshit. We talking about real love, not bullshit. Not that fakey fake shit. Not that fake love. I'm talking about real love. Real love that runs deep. Real love that I allow you to be you and you allow me to be me. That love. That love. That kind of love that keeps you honest, that keeps you pure. That kind of love. That kind of love. And recognize that everybody is just doing the best that they can. And sometimes when we're fighting for our life, kind of ugly. You ever seen a fight? Gets kind of nasty when we're fighting for our lives. And so sometimes we have to really know how to look at the bigger picture. Look at the bigger picture. Look at the bigger picture. Cherish those moments. Cherish those times. And do your work while you're here. Let it be filled with joy. Let it be filled with love. Let it be filled with power. Because you cannot have power without love. And love without power is weak. you got to have them both. Take care of yourself. Take care of your bodies. Because this Merkaba, this mothership is what is keeping you here. What is allowing you to experience these emotions. When you leave, you do not have Emotions, you don't have them. And everybody gets to go their own way. We got to stop 
One thing we don't do on Planet Remix, we don't get into the back and forth bullshit. Everybody gets to do life on their own terms. I am so for that. I am so for that. Everybody gets to do it. And I'm so thankful we have so many great spiritual teachers, beings on the planet. That there's so many paths that you can take in this lifetime. There's more than 8 billion people on the planet. It is enough for everybody. A lot of things will be leaving our lives. A lot of doors are closing between today and tomorrow. I talked about this a month going up. Anytime we have these major eclipses, just imagine, imagine. These are spaceships coming to pick up souls who are ready to transition into another state of being. These are souls that are leaving the planet. We get so caught up. I remember something Goddess Rainwater told me. You know, everybody's so caught up in Hollow's Eve and how to connect with the ancestors. But those of us who know these are portals that started opening, going all the way back to August. I remember when I had this vision and was in the spirit world, and I totally woke up shook at what I saw. Because I seen these portals opening up and souls that were going to leave the planet. And as we got closer and closer from March of last year until August, these are pinpoints of when these markers started coming up for us and these portals started opening. Whenever this happened, the eclipse, our ancestors understood this. It's not the planets. We learned this from Brother Bilal. The planets are not controlling you and you are not controlling the planets. You have to understand that we are one. First understanding of consciousness. All is one. That's not a game. That's not a joke. That's not bullshit. It's real. We are one. So don't get mad at where you were born, the sun sign, the 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 city, the state, the place, the race, the culture of where you were born. You were the one who crafted and picked your hand, and you picked that hand because you knew that you would be able to transcend and evolve any obstacles that is in your way. But it would take love. And it would take power. And you would have to learn how, like fine wine, craft them two together and to build something out of it. Let this powerful transformation of those around us that we love, we respect, and honor their work and their legacy to be that reminder to all of us that time, though it is not real outside of the earth plane, while we are residing in these crystalline 
Merkaba spaceship bodies, these avatars, we must harness and not squander away in foolishness and mayhem. But building, learning, evolving, creating the life of the legacy we wish to leave for ourselves and our loved ones. And our loved ones. And our loved ones. Because that's who's here when we transition. Our loved ones. Our legacies. And the work that we agreed, I personally feel, that we committed to do while being here. Earth is not a punishment. Earth is not a punishment. It's an assignment. And we all agreed to come. You are not ascending. We don't ascend. The planet is ascending. You are not ascending. You are here for your Sophia, the Shekinah, to come here to make a difference. Your Christ consciousness has to be rooted in Mother Gaia in Earth. In the darkness, the divine feminine, which is the planet. This is where you are to bring that supreme masculine energy and manifestation of your creation, of your being, and all of the things that you are creating here. You are to bring your Christ consciousness here. But first you must find it. First you must find it. And that's what Brother Bobby Hemet and Brother Panic has helped so many do. Find their light. When you get your light, you are to bring it here. Stay out of the darkness. Bring it here inside of you. And you will get to know thyself. And once you know thyself, then guess what? You know all things. You become the Alpha and the Omega. You become the Alpha and the Omega. Because if you understand that all is one, then you are all things. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You are your creator. And you have rulership over the heavens, skies, and the earth plane. And it is your manifestation that answers to your command, not the other way around. So, on that note, I'm sending you all lots of light and lots of love and lots of love, lots of light, lots of love. I want to say thank you again. To everyone, to Brother Panic, to Brother Bobby, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Mm. So grateful for each of you. Take care of your mind. Take care of your body. Take care of your spirit. Keep doing your work. 
Love those around you now. Elevate them in their light while they're living. And keep the connection as they continue on their journeys. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, soul family. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so thankful for you. I would encourage you all to really dive into the archives. Some of you are new. You may not be familiar with Brother Panic or Brother Bobby. But if you go into the archives, you will see. You ain't even got to go into the archives because if you Google either one of them, chances are show what Miss Blue is going to come up. <laughs> it's going to come up because we did a large body of work together. Together. So the Akasic records will forever be changed and they will forever hold space for that love and that power. Ashe. Peace and love, soul family. Peace and love. Ciao. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.